Hi, I'm Sandy Powell, and welcome to the Roundtable. I am always looking for an opportunity to highlight when the kingdom of God is moving forward. And today on the show, I have someone who is moving, which we call moving in silence. They're doing great things, but there's not a lot of fanfare behind it because they're just doing the work. They're not out for the the fame, the fortune, and the glory. They're just doing the work that God has called them to do. And I want you to welcome my very special guest, Apostle Pamela Burke. Welcome to the show. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I know that was a lot, but... You know, when we went to lunch to uh, spend some time to some quality girl one-on-one time, just listening to you talk, I knew I had to have you come and share some of the things that you're doing in our community. Um, I am one that says you're actually doing the work. (laughs) And uh, I know you keep it under the radar, but people need to know what's available and what's out there what's being done in the kingdom. Tell me a little bit about your ministry first, like your actual ministry. Okay. Uh, Well, we're Guests of God Ministry. Mm -hmm. We're located at 2727 Waverly Avenue over in the Waverly Terrace area. Right. Um, And we've been in ministry now for going on 14 years. Wow, it's been Um, 14 years? Yeah, it's been 14. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, we're there. It's all about my training is to train people with gifts. That's what God told me. That's where gifts of God came from. Okay. Um, I was riding down from Auburn, Opelika one day, and the Lord gave me the name, and I was like, gifts of God. (laughs) I was like, well, let me go study that. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do when you say you train those with gifts? Um, Most people who come to me, they're either fivefold ministers, um, and they're they might have administration, the gift of administration, all the gifts. Mm-hmm. God said, just train them the right way. For so long, we've been doing it the wrong way. Teach this one. And so God told me to train how to do it the right way. Right. And, um, you know, it's important that we understand. It's just like if you're a supervisor, that's a title. Right. And you have to know how to be a supervisor. Right. And so it's an elevation up, which means you need to be trained how to do that. And so, you know, even in our our training of understanding who we are Mm -hmm. as God is elevating us, of course, the most important thing, stay humble. Teach this one again. Stay humble. And and, and, and when you're teaching and developing people for what I call their their calling or their their ministry, um, is it just those who are attached to your ministry or are you open to others outside of your ministry yes mm-hmm. yes i do i i do help other ministers uh, or ministries mm-hmm. um to train their uh, individuals okay and uh, that's part of our vision train them how to live in this world how to um operate according to the word of god and, and that's that's key because i'm gonna put a pen right there we're going to talk about that because i think so many times we have a way yeah. of doing things, but it's not God's way. Amen. And we oftentimes we venture off and do things and be a part of things and make things, you know, that are not God's plan based off of what we feel we should do, but we're not, we're not according to the word. Absolutely. And so that's where you dive in. Right, I do. A lot of things happen because of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, if if I probably did a study, uh, probably over 80% of ministry started out of hurt. Mm. And so um, 
forever until you get delivered or you know some other things might happen to cause right. you to turn around and do something different then right. operate and hurt and um, we have to be careful with that because when you're training up remember what you what you're training to if you are training as a hurt person you're going to train others as hurt and then they just go around hurting other yeah. people. Yeah, yeah it's nothing like seeing mean Christians. Yeah, that are hurting, and then they teach not only themselves, but you know they're teaching others right. that this is how we do it, and it's not how we do it. Right. I, I really appreciate the fact that that you don't feel intimidated in what you have been called to do. You know, because some people might feel like, you know, who she thinks she is? Is it trains? See, but this is this is how I feel sometimes too, because yeah. I know my calling is to train and develop leaders as well and then they look at me like who you think well I don't think I'm anything and so sometimes you have to know who you are in Christ and be comfortable right there yeah it took a minute (laughs) uh, because of where I came from Mm -hmm. came from a very um, uh, traditional holiness church Mm -hmm. and you know women weren't allowed to do a lot of things Mm -hmm. and so when I heard the audible voice of God um, it took a turn (laughs) of course I love where I my ground you know, roots. Training, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had to do what God, what I heard the voice of God say. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't um, just not do it. The more I didn't want to do it, the more it was impressed in my spirit to do. Mm-hmm. And so it was uh, It was interesting as I, as I think about it. <laughs> probably to, write and that's the, always the, uh, the part, the transition yeah. into what God called you to do. Yeah. Uh, moving out of the, we you know, where you were and yeah. going to the direction where God's voice is. And it's nothing against them. No. Everybody can't take you higher. You, you can, some people are, and it's nothing, here again, nothing against anyone. They can only take you so far. You know, right. you didn't stay in the sixth grade forever. Right. Well, yeah. not only that, but eventually we have to take the training that we've received mm-hmm. and move out and and move in it. That's right. You know, and so everyone is not a, uh, now let me just put this out here. Everybody's not called to leave the church. That's right. But there are some that are called to go and branch off and do right. the work as well. Right. And so uh, I'm glad you took your calling to heart and moved out because you also have uh, other ministries that you operate in, not just in training and developing leaders, but also you have ministry of helps. Yes. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, I will. Um, we do uh, a lot of different things with our helps ministry. Mm-hmm. One of them is um, we feed the homeless mm-hmm. and we feed the elderly. And um, they we have um, the building next to our church. We mm-hmm. use that for them to come if they need to take a shower, if they need their clothes washed. It's amazing. And, um, we have about that come directly to the building every Sunday, somewhere between um, 8 to 10 people. Wow. They come every Sunday. No matter what they no come No matter in. what they mm-hmm. come in. And then we go out into the community and feed. And uh, they're special to us. You know, wow. We're glad to see them. And these are some of, uh, some of them are senior citizens. They're actually senior citizens' homes. Yes. Yeah. The Waverly Terrace Senior Citizen Home is right behind us, mm. and we go there every Sunday and, and uh, feed them because you well. know they're on fixed income. That's right. And so after the third or the first, they don't have any more money. That's right. You know. That's and right. So they have to eat, and we want them to have a balanced meal. Right. Right. And so we have uh, hot food. It's hot every. It's not sandwiches or anything. It's actually a full course meal every Sunday. You know, I, I when you was telling me this when we were at lunch, you know, my I was just in awe, you know, and not because 
I don't know that this happens. But I think I was in awe that it was happening and it wasn't all on Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it wasn't, you know, know, here's a sandwich, snap. Right. You know, and I think that's what impressed upon me, you know, to talk about it with you because you're doing the work and you're not looking for the glory of it, but you actually have a heart for the people out there that you're feeding and that you're taking care of. Uh, when you told me about the, the, the story about when y'all was running a little late in the service and, and in the uh, elderly community called, yeah. tell that. Tell. <laughs> yeah, they, I love elderly people. That's, that's what I do. That's, that's where I work and do every day. Mm. But, you know, they, they kind of on the time schedule. When, you, <laughs> when you're not doing what they want to do on their time, they get upset. <laughs> and so we kind of went over the service a little bit, and we started getting phone calls, like, how long y'all going to be before y'all bring me my dinner? <laughs> I think that's the part that tickled me the most. I said, because that's how elderly people are. Yeah. Just look, just get, just get with it. Yeah. Don't be mad. Yeah. Because they they have a time schedule. They, they if it's do. two o'clock, it's two o'clock. And I think it was more so concerned. Are mm-hmm. y'all still going to do it today? Oh. Because a lot of times, even with the homeless, they'll say people say they're coming, but they don't show up. Wow. And so you know, we show up every. Sunday. How long have y'all been doing this I'm mission? About Thirteen years. Wow. Yeah. They don't know you showing up yet. Yeah, they know we're. <laughs> they showing know up. it. They tell us that other people don't. Wow. And, and even during the week, sometimes God blesses us. Uh, we'll go feed them. We'll feed them. That's amazing. Yeah. The the uh, if someone was to contribute to what you're doing, you know, I mean, it couldn't hurt to help, right? Right. Are right. you open to assistance in what you do as far as ministry? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you opportunity just to tell them where how they can you know help you do what you do before we start talking. So you can just tell us like how to reach out to you and, and get you know. Well, you can give me a call. You can call my uh, church number, 706-329-9095. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to bring something, we'll set up an appointment for you to come and drop it off. If you want to donate something, you can donate it. Mm-hmm. If you want to use a cash app, mm-hmm. you can use our church cash app, uh, dollar sign, gifts, G-I-F-T-S, God, gifts God. Okay. Um, and you're welcome to donate. Um, it goes directly to them. Just make sure you let us know what it's for, and mm-hmm. then we'll go directly to them. And, you know, we always um, do a lot of little gift bags and stuff like that for them because they need it. Yeah, and so you don't just go up on the holidays and stuff like this. This no. is like a year-round yeah. program that you have. And uh, and, and your ministry uh, members are the people who serve. Is yes. that correct? Yes, they uh, are. You're training them up well. Yes, uh, I, I go out there too. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure you do. I, 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 I see you this. out there. Yeah. Um, tell me about your mission work that I know you got this going on here. Yes. And I, y'all, y'all, y'all being blown away because I was blown away too. That's why I have this young lady on here today. But tell us about your mission work that's abroad. Okay. Well, we do a lot of mission work in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, mostly in West Africa, in Sierra Leone, mm-hmm. Freetown, and Kenema. And we've built um, schools and wells. Um, we're working on a guest house now. Right. So we're trying to create income for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they can, because that place is sought after. People come and they visit. and mm-hmm. they, But they're very poor. Right. Don't have a lot. No right. jobs. Right. You know, it's that part of Africa and Kenema 
you don't have jobs. You just got your hands, and they are great with their hands. Right. Absolutely great. So we pour a lot into them. They're building now what they call a senior school, which is what we call a high school. Oh. Just about finished with that. And so this is all that with the mission that you do over there. Yes. And so this is also they can contribute to this from the information that you gave us earlier. Yes. Um, I know that you said that they don't really have jobs there and that their income is basically what they create for themselves. Yes. And that's what you're also doing, helping them create jobs in uh, this area? Yes, I am. Um, God gave me a couple of ideas for them, and they're working them. They're working them. You know, the biggest thing that they bring income in is what we call the market, mm. like a flea market to us. Right. And a lot of them have that, but a lot of them don't. Uh, it's They're amazing people. I love, as a matter of fact, I'll be going in June mm. over to visit to see some of the things that we did throughout COVID because they still was working on things. Oh, wow. Places that, communities that didn't have whales, people, children that was walking four miles to school and four miles back now has a community school that they can go to and don't have to walk so far. Wow, this is good. And so is this also, and and please dispel any ignorance that I have, is this a school for girls and boys? Yes, it is. Okay, because I know some places the boys are taught, but the girls aren't given those opportunities sometimes, but this is not that that case. Yeah, yeah, those are those those prep schools. Mm. And so, um, no, this is a regular school that they can come to. And they have class books and everything because we we furnished all of that for them. Wow. And uh, I know that it takes money to do these things, but do you have an idea of what it takes? Because I know it's a different kind of exchange. You know, like what we would take to build a school here is nothing you know, it's not anything compared to what we take to build a school here. And so this this venture is just a matter of wanting to do something in addition to, yeah. Right. Well, it depends on what the price of the items or what we're buying because it fluctuates. But we, we built um, our very first school that mm. the, had over there. It was about $9,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, about $9,000. Just nothing compared to what... That's a car. That's a car over here. Yeah, that was just the the you know the foundation of everything. Then we had to put the tables, chairs, and all that in there. So, and then the, the so that's just the the building, not the furnishings. Right. And then the furnishings are an additional cost on that as yeah. well. And so, how many schools do you have over there that occur? It's three so far. Oh my goodness! Yeah, three so far. yeah I, I know y'all are just amazed. <laughs> it's. You know what? You are doing great things, uh, Apostle. Uh, I call you Pam, but <laughs> yeah. Apostle, you're doing great things. And I, I think that it, it makes me happy to know that you are out there in the community. You're such a sweet person. Your heart is so big. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the opportunity that you came and just shared with me. And, and like I said, we connected back and just had the opportunity to just talk and share and to see what you're out there doing. And uh, that's why I titled the show that, just doing the work. I know that a lot of times, you know, in ministry, we we doing stuff, but we're not doing the work. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a lot of benefit to others when we're out there sometimes. Sometimes it's just, it's beneficial to us, but it's not a benefit to, to, to the community that, and you're not that person. Right. How do you what tell me about your thoughts to just doing but not doing the work? Um, we have to be very careful um, 
with what we're doing or what we're saying we're doing. And there's no, you know, no example of it. There's mm. no manifestation of it. We have to be very careful with that. It's like if we say, and it's nothing against ministries that title that says it's international, mm. but you're not doing anything international, it makes it like a false appearance. Right. And I don't think God wants us to walk around as false. Right. We have to stay in this place as being real in Christ. Right. And so it, it takes work. And I think a lot of times people don't have the time to work. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have the time to work, then things starts to lack off and what needed is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And surely everybody's not created to do exactly. this type of ministry. Exactly. But the whole body has to be complete. And some people have a heart and a desire. And maybe it's not for you to start one, but maybe you just need to go and connect with someone and help them. And that's what I thought about this show as well. It's not for me to hear what God is doing in you and through you, for me to go and kick up something and say, well, I'm going to start running down. I can just help you feed and take care of the the, the mission that you're doing and not feel any way threatened or lessened by what you're doing. And go ahead. And and it would be appreciative because right. everything we do, we do it out of pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, we do right. it out of pocket. I have some of the best people who don't mind giving, and I appreciate them so much. Mm-hmm. Even with the projects over in Africa, um, we um, it's titled under our um, Perfecting Gift International Fellowship, mm-hmm. which is my covering mm-hmm. uh, churches that I cover, and um, it's a twenty five dollars a month. That's all they pay. Really? Yeah, $25. Some people pay more, but I, all I ask is just put something in the ground, $25 wow. a month. And well, th- you can tell you're not doing it for the money. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because if you were, uh, I'm sure we would have seen you on every corner yeah. with something about this. But So you can tell that it's a part of who you are and a part of the calling that God has for your life. And uh, for that reason, I, I feel the genuineness behind what you're doing in the ministry. And it, it's it's igniting and it's inspiring. Amen. And so I'm just going to glean from you and just encourage everyone else to Amen. do. And if you can't do on your own, to help her do. Because that is what it's all about. You know, I'm, I just don't see me international. <laughs> I don't see me in Africa. I gotta walk on too much grass. I just can't. <laughs> I can't see it. But for those who have been called to that, yes. I want to be a blessing to what you're doing and uh, assist because I think the body of Christ. That's another area that we lack in. If it's not about what we're doing, right. sometimes we find it difficult. Mm-hmm. To help someone else complete what God called them to do, and we're not supposed to be there. Amen. Yeah, Amen. yeah. Helpers one to another. That's the part, mm-hmm. because at ultimately we got to remember this: that we are one body, mm-hmm. different administrations, right. but of course one body. That's it. We have many functions, right. but ultimately it's all to help this one body. Right. And I think if we grab this. What you're doing, uh, what many others are doing, like some folk might think that you know what I'm doing is not yeah, okay, but it's it's my calling. It's yes. what I know God called me to do, right. and so I'm just trying to put things out there that will encourage us to redirect us if we're off on the wrong track, to highlight the things that the body is doing, and I think that this is just something that we need as well. Right. So you do the the international 
go overseas thing, I promise you I will be a part of your your outreach here. I'm going to highlight it uh, on this show. I'm going to put it on there for those to be able to donate and contribute to your work. And I think that is admirable. Thank you so much. <laughs> I tell you, it's it's needed. I'm not going to tell you it's not. You know, everybody took a hit with COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't stop. We kept feeding even when COVID was here. Wow. Uh, my team stayed together. You know, we masked up. We put our gloves on, and we went to work. And God blessed him. I mm-hmm. mean, I thank him for what he did. Right. We were still able to function. We were still able to feed. We were still able to go out and minister to them. Right. And, um, you know, take the mask and, you know, whatever they needed. We were still able to do it. Tell me one part about your business now. This is on your business side. You have uh, personal care homes. homes. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Well, um, it was a part of the vision um, that um, not silently didn't try to do it, but I didn't realize which direction I was going Mm -hmm. in it. Um, I remembered when my mother was living and she wasn't able to do a lot of things and I was still working. Mm-hmm. I thank God for my sisters. They didn't have to because, you know, you got family that That's will right. not travel right. to come and take care of their relatives. But my sisters were retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, they're old enough to be my parents, by the way. <laughs> you the baby? Um, no, I have a brother who's a baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm the knee baby. Mm. <laughs> and so... Um, they were able to come and take care of mom and, and and see about her so I can keep working. Right. And I said, Lord, if I can do anything to help anybody to do what they came in here and mm. exemplified to me, right. let me be able to do it. Right. And the first personal care home I got, it was a young lady was in our church, and she was getting ready to close her business down. And she said, Apostle, the Lord told me to give you this business. I said, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about this. Wow. And went right on in, learned what to do, and it wasn't even four months later, I got a phone call from a very uh, well-known person here in Columbus mm-hmm. that was doing it also. Right. And said, the Lord told me to give you this business. We're transitioning out of this, and we're going to do And so both of those business came by what the Lord told those people mm. to give to us. And so the transition for that came. And um, we got in there. It was four in one house, seven in the other. And we just went to work. And I had to filter through staff because everybody don't have that love for people. And you got to love people to do you that do. job. You do. And um, so now we're we're growing. Um, God has expanded. We are now DBHDD approved. So I can handle a little bit more of uh, those that are having more, you know, I ain't going to say issues, right, but right, more right. life skills right. that they need, you right. know, and, and so we're able to do that. I've been trained for that, and um, I have to say, majority of the people that have come into our home, they stay there until the Lord brought them home. Most of the time that happens because it's a good home. Right, it is, and and, and I'm not bragging or boasting, but right. everybody says that, right? because I have the right people, the right staff, mm-hmm. everybody gets along, you know, mm-hmm. they have their little exactly. spouse, and I love to listen at them at the table when they're eating, because <laughs> don't be chopping like that, you chop, you know, that is so funny to me when they have, Watch the, them have it's a, like a like family. Siblings. Yeah, back. I love it, I love it. <laughs> Don't, you, don't put that down like that. It's too much noise. Why are you humming? Why are you singing? Mm. I love it. It is so humorous to me. And it's like we used to do that around the table as kids. Exactly. And, and so I enjoy listening to them. And uh, when they see you, they just light up. 
Um, I get to bring them to church sometimes because some of them don't right. even have a family. Right. Um, that's where it hurts me the most. Uh, some of them have family, don't have anything to do with them. Right. And that hurts. So the you most. become family. We become family. And then they just, oh, wow. So they, again, ministry in full bloom. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I just applaud you. You know, I, I hat, hand claps, <laughs> hat off uh, for the heart that you have yeah. for what you do. Um, the living homes, living for the homes for the, home. uh-huh. and then you have the feeding our mm-hmm. uh, homeless as well as the Waverly Hall the seniors, seniors yeah. overseas, international uh, ministry as well, getting folk to have wealth or incomes to take care of them themselves and and uh, wells to be dug and them to be able to just have the basic needs that we all take for granted over here in the United States of America yeah. sometimes. Um, it's, it's just a lot that you are doing. One of the things, too, if I can interject mm-hmm. into overseas in Africa, um, they have what they call rainy seasons. Mm. And when it's raining season, seasons, they don't they can't do anything. Uh, it's hard for them to get food and all of that. So that's the biggest time for me trying to get rice over there to them. What time um, of the year is that? It's usually uh, August, September, October. Mm-hmm. So um, it's hard uh, for them. It's, it's a lot of things. Some They lose their homes during that time, depending on the structure of the homes. It's a lot. They have to rebuild yeah, they have to every rebuild. year. Every year. Because there's nowhere to go. Like, right. where are they going to go? So they have to rebuild um, and then and the rice somewhere to stay. And, oh and wow! So we do a lot. I, I, I have some good contacts over there. Mm-hmm. Where I send the money to them, and they're very good about showing us mm-hmm. what they've done. And they feed the community. You know, right. he'll go and he'll make sure he equal out to give, and make sure they have they get the oil and the rice because to rice right. is, is a commodity. You know, they they eat it every day. Yeah, that's that. We were raised up that way. Right. We, we had rice every day. I don't. I don't care what we was have. We could have, you know, almost spaghetti and rice. You gonna have. You gonna have that rice. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I was amazed. I had not eaten rice so many different ways. They have so many different ways. Until I went over there the very first time, and they cooked me rice every single day, and I was like. I've never ate rice like that. It was just so many different ways of how to Was it rice. good? Oh, it was delicious. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very delicious. Oh, well, I, I, I would say I'm going to go and see, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm just not compelled to do it. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's just I'm going to let you have it because I think you have a compelling <laughs> to do it. Yeah. But um, the, the rice thing, I love rice. I can eat rice every day. So, yeah, yeah I can't have it every day. Because it's not good for me right. to have it. Rice right. every day, them carbs. Yeah. That's killing. what I told them. I said, I can't eat this every day. <laughs> but they brought it every day. And mm. it was different. Every day it was a different type of rice cooking. And it was amazing to me. I was like, oh, that's good. And it was funny because, I, you know, I'm, I've learned their customs. Mm. So when they bring me something to eat, they, they don't eat anything until they know I've eaten. And then right. if I have anything left over, they eat it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that they honor you because of your generosity. Oh, they're wonderful people. Yeah. I love them. Um, they're kind, they're loving, um, and they love the Lord. Oh, mm. Their worship is beautiful. Mm. Um, you just fall in love with worship all over again when you're around them. 
And it's amazing how they love the Lord. It's no pumping, no priming. <laughs> you don't have to have a keyboard or they just love. And see, I think that we over here, we just we just have turned it upside down yeah. and mistaken what we call pure worship. Yeah. We have made it something that is not. And I, you know, we've helped them a lot uh, with microphones mm-hmm. and you know different instruments and stuff. And right. it's it's a blessing. They they can now do that, you know, and not have to worry about it. But they love the Lord with everything. And and this the easy. funny part mm-hmm. that that they love the Lord with everything, having very little of anything. anything. Yeah, we have everything just about. And okay. <laughs> That's a whole nother that topic. That part right there. <laughs> what you say? A whole nother topic. Oh, I don't I don't understand. I mean, we can go all day and not appreciate what God has done for us. We'll complain more than give him praise about it. And and that's that area. But if you go and you even in the hospital, I still visit hospitals mm-hmm. and, and visit people in the hospital or even in the hospitals when you go down there, those people are sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you take the time to do it. You'll, you'll thank God for your life, right. your health, right. and your strength. Right. And exactly you won't right. You won't. I think sometimes we are spoiled in ourselves, mm-hmm. and sometimes we just don't know how to. That little song that says, Count your blessings, name right. them one by one. Right. We have forgotten how to do that. Well, remember, we're in the land of the free. And freedom is not to do what you want to do, freedom is we're free in Christ. We're mm-hmm. no longer in bondage. Mm-hmm. But people take that. I'm in the land of the free. I'm in the United States. I'm in the land of the free. You're in the land of the free because of what Jesus did for you on the cross. Right. Yes, exactly. And we forget that. We do. And I think that that's how we um, have gotten to the place we are mm-hmm. in America today. Right. We we have gotten so free and liberated in, our, in what we right. want to do right. that we have left Christ to the side yes. and uh, I think our country is in the worst place that I think we've ever been when it comes to um, spiritually connected to our father right we but it's, it's it's fulfilling itself the it Bible is that is. and we have to be those few that will still hold on to who he is you know I we can't convert over to what the world wants we have to stay with who Christ is and what happened on the cross. That's right. And why it was him, Jesus, crucified. That's it. And we ourselves, likewise, are going to be crucified. Crucified. And we have to understand yeah. that. And it's, it's hard because the teachings now are not about Jesus anymore. Um, a lot of teachings now, it's really about self. What can you do for me? How can I have my come up? Right. Fame right. and fortune. And Really, actually, the time we're in, it's back getting in the in, in the dirt, the ground, and tilling, yeah, and causing things to happen because all the signs are here. We're seeing it with our natural eyes. We're mm-hmm. seeing what's happening, yeah, and we got to get back out there and work. I think that you're a prime example of the true work. Amen. The true work doesn't require fanfare, right. and the true work is done, like you said, in the trenches, right. But nobody ever really takes a camera to the trenches. No. That that's where the true work is done. And I think if we get back to not necessarily being known 
to looking for that fame and, the, and looking for the notoriety of what we're doing. And we really get back to the heart of loving people, doing for people, uh, being kind, like our Father has taught us in the Word, right. following after our example, our right. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I think that we would be in a better place. And as believers, I think this is a reminder for us to get away from being men pleasers and pumped up by the world in order to do what we've been called to do. Spotlight. Spotlighting is over. But we got to be able to do, follow the examples. You have inspired me more ways than I can even express. Um, And so I'm going to to toot the horn for you because I know you're not going to. But I think (laughs) that you are a good example to us all in how we are to do the work. And and I'm not... um one of the reasons why I don't do is because a lot of times people attack you mm-hmm. because you're not doing it their way. And the only thing I can do is God's way, mm-hmm. the way he told me to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't get that support. And what I mean by that is you might not can't financially support, but instead just pray for us. Yeah. Because I had uh, a year ago... Um, I got nominated for something. Right. Uh, it was the business River Valley Black Chamber Businesswoman of the Year. I think I remember that. Um, first of all, I don't know who nominated me. Right. Secondly, when I went, I just went because they said you have to be there for this event because you were nominated and you were in the top three. Right. I was like, top three? Mm. I said, okay. Well, you know, I'm still thinking like I think. I ain't never won nothing. Right. <laughs> and I've never been nominated for anything. <laughs> and, you know, even in, I, I take it back one time in high school, I was nominated for uh, Most Athletic. Okay. And I did. I played basketball. I ran track. Oh, okay. And I played softball. But I did three sports, and one person who won just tra- uh, long distance run won it. Oh, wow. And so I was like, well, I did three sports. She did one. Well, how come I didn't win? You know, right. that's my thought exactly. pattern. Right. And then so I just said, well, whatever. But I've never been nominated that I know of ever right. since that one time. And so when they told me to be there, I was there and I was all happy and excited because I was thinking that this person who was very well known in the community, mm-hmm. the person that stands out and they, you know, people know them. Right. That's the one I thought was going to win. Right. And I stood up there. Not thinking that I was going to be the winner because that's not what I was looking for. Right. And when they called my name, the look on my face was, I cannot believe <laughs> I'm the winner. And God instantly said, no, you're not just a winner. You're a history maker. You're a world changer. Because mm-hmm. this is the first time that they had ever had this event. So now forever, nobody can ever take that away from me. Right. I was the first businesswoman of the year wow. for the Black Chamber. Wow. Wow. And so I took that, like, wow, just like that. And I just, there's several I pictures. I think I remember that, too, yeah. Yeah, there's several pictures out, but there was one when I looked down. When I was looking down at that plaque, I was saying, Lord, thank you, mm. because this is you. Because I was not even thinking about I could win this. Mm. Mm. And so we have to understand God uses us when he wants to use us. And I didn't go after that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't make myself be known about it, but God did it. He'll make you shine when it's time. He does. And he brings us the 
uh, I believe he brings that to people that he know will be able to handle that and not go to the far left. Because like you said, we have to find ourselves humble at all times. Right. You know, whenever we're doing the work of the Lord, it's always miraculous. Right. And because of that, if we don't stay humble, we'll start thinking it's us. Right. And not the work of the That's Lord. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say, keep doing what you're doing. Amen. Keep being encouraged. And every time you are not encouraged, I pray that the Lord will lift you. Amen. And encourage you to, 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 like you said, looking at that plaque, mm-hmm. you know, keep doing that work that has brought that that notoriety there. Amen. And uh, Alice, and love you. I love you, too. <laughs> and I thank you so much for even having me on the show. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I'm a little leery about talking about what we do. Yeah. And it's not because I don't think God is in it. He is all about he is. whatever Everything that we do is all about him. Yes. And I realized that. But I also realized that um, what you do in secret will be rewarded openly. And God has really blessed us. Amen. And a a lot of people don't know. Right. Because I don't brag about it. You don't. I mean, I had no idea, like I said, (laughs) until you started talking and just catching up on on the 14 years that have gone by. And then all of this is happening. So, you know. I just, I'm just encouraged. And all of you who are watching, I want you to keep her in mind. Keep her in mind in what she's doing and what and who she's doing it for. Uh, you have to remember that if it was about her, uh, she would have been put it out there. But she's obviously about the work, about the mission, um, about the work. And uh, she's doing it. So let's encourage her if you want to. Uh, contribute to her and to the work that she's doing here and abroad. The information will be on this broadcast and in our comments box. Uh, also, too, you will be able to find that information on my Facebook page on how to uh, contribute to her work that she's doing here in uh, abroad. So until next week, I want to say bless you and continue to look to God. you to our annual She Shall Be Praised event. Um, it's sponsored by our business Charisma Inc. And what that is, is that it's about women being empowered. Not just empowered, but loved on. We just want to show you that we love you and that we as women, we do so much. We don't have time for ourselves. And so at that event, you will come in. It's a free event. You will have breakfast for free. You will have lunch for free. And then you would meet and greet a lot of the women that are going through exactly what you're going through. There will be vendors there. So we try to keep it very limited and um, they give free gifts. Every person that comes to that door will get a free gift. And this year we're talking about the total woman, the mind, the body and the soul. And I think that is so important us as women understand that there are some things that we need to level off, balance off so that we can have even a lifestyle of sleeping at night. You'll be surprised what caused you not to sleep. So I have some awesome speakers. I've got somebody there to talk about mental um, disability illnesses. And um, there will be someone there, uh, Dr. O. Wusa, 
that's her name, Jacqueline Ousa. She's going to be talking about our health, period. Um, especially if you have any health issues like diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, anything like that. She's going to talk to you about uh, different things that you can do with me is inflammation. And she has helped me so greatly to um, not even have that problem anymore. So it's all about that. I've had people come in and talk about abuse because I was once married to my first husband and it was a lot of abuse verbally and physically. Um, and so we talk about it and we cry about it and we laugh about it and we get delivered from it. So I invite you to come. May the 6th, 8.30 we'll start breakfast. 9 o'clock we'll start the, show, uh, the event. And um, it's going to be at St. Mark United Methodist Activity Center. We had it there last year for those who knew. And it starts at 9 a.m. And we will uh, just blow this thing up to even greater. It's God is just blessing it. So you're welcome to come and be a part of it. Amen.